comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. My name is Oliver Queen. I had to become the Green Arrow. I am Supergirl. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. I am the Flash. Where I'm from, you aren't just considered heroes. You're legend. Who controls everything in Gotham? I don't know. You've never heard of our secret council. So you're the devil. And you've left hell behind to take a vacation in Los Angeles. Lucifer Morningstar. Is that a stage name or something? God given, I'm afraid. You know what would be fun? A zombie show where a zombie's the star. That's dumb. Hey everybody, welcome to the DCTV Podcast, episode 107, and we are back. You know why we're back? Because all of our shows are back, that's why, all of them. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday night, so we won't be covering the Arrow premiere, but we will be covering the first three episodes of Gotham. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about Lucifer as well. Uh, we're also going to be covering the premieres of Supergirl, The Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. So we got a full slate of shows uh, and we're back with a vengeance. We have a little bit of, uh, of uh, news right now. Uh, joining me right now, of course, is the uh, the mayor of Gotham City himself, Mr. Daryl Taylor. How are you doing, sir? Uh, just make sure everybody has their license and don't give them any trouble. Their license of crime. <laughs> and uh, make sure my cut is in all intact in you cash gotta, i don't gotta, want checks you gotta pay for the license right you know yeah there's yeah, a license uh, fee there's a filing fee I'm a, I'm a civil servant i need i need i need that's, my money you know that's the lubrication that keeps the, the the bureaucracy going you know that's right um before we get to all that though let's talk about some news real quick shall we okay okay uh we got the a new justice league trailer i think it's the last one before it comes out we only have like maybe 34 days left or something oh i cannot wait this the color saturation was a lot different in this. I noticed it wasn't as um, I hate to use the term, but it, I mean it, uh, it wasn't as Snydery. You know, what I mean it looked a little brighter. Um, there were I don't know the color saturation looked a lot different in this trailer than the other one. If you compare the two, I thought um, I looked. I thought the other one was just as colory. I guess mm-hmm. I thought I don't know. Look at them side by side. I think you'll see the difference. That's what I had to do to really notice it, but. For the um, other one, which is done in bright daylight. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, Gal Gadot was uh, on SNL last week. It was fairly funny. There was some good stuff there with her and uh, Leslie Jones, I saw. Um, Lady Eve has been cast for the Black Lightning show, and it will be uh, Jill Scott. Who, uh, Uh-oh. I love Jill Scott, so that's awesome. She's going to be singing. You think? I would, yeah. You if know, you're gonna yeah, I guess if you're gonna get Jill Scott, you're gonna have her sing. But I'm, I'm saying, I don't know. you know, other 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 singers have you know made the leap into acting before. It's not un, unheard of, you know. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure she can sing though. Oh yeah, and she's good looking too. She can sing. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The biggest news for me that came out of New York Comic Con. 
Batman the Animated Series is coming to a Blu-ray collection in 2018. Yes. Remastered. Yes, it is. And it's done by the same remastering team that did the uh, uh, Mask of the Phantasm remaster. Mm-hmm. So I am stoked. That was beautiful. They did a great job on that. Um, so I will triple dip on that because I have a bunch on VHS. Right. <laughs> and I have the DVDs, but I can't uh, I can't resist, man. Uh, Constantine. Is oh, oh, well, aren't they also doing, uh, just since we're on the Batman tip, they're going to do another uh, anime, Batman anime. The Gotham by Gaslight? Or are you talking no, about no, the no, actual this is anime? Another... Oh, right, Batman yeah. Ninja. Yeah, Batman Ninja. Right, so it's going to be produced by Studio IG in Japan, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, with the Batman character in a very anime setting. We saw something like this before, too, with that Gotham Knight do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that I was really it. sharp. That was really sharp looking, so this should be interesting. All right. Uh, Matt Ryan is back as Constantine in not one, but two different ways. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, we get the uh, the animated series coming to CW Seed, and then soon to YouTube right after, because that's what usually happens with CW Seed, because nobody has that app. Uh, <laughs> and that, we saw a preview of that looked week. It looked pretty cool. And Constantine has been confirmed to cameo in Legends this season, so... If you're into Matt Ryan as uh, as Constantine, I think a lot of us are. They do a really good job of that character. Um, it'll be cool to see him back. I think. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I enjoyed the little uh, the, the every time he guest stars on a, on like an animated or or even when he was on uh, Arrow for a second. Right. So uh, I like how they use the same. Yeah, it gives it a nice continuity. Use the same actor and the same voice. And, right. And all that kind of stuff. Um, that is basically all I have. I know that we, I don't know if we had a chance to announce it last week, but they announced the dates and the, uh, I mean, we, we announced the Crisis on Earth X, but the, the dates for that crossover are going to be out. It's going to be all over in two nights, which is going to be pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I'm psyched for that. It'll be in the week between uh, Thanksgiving and the end of uh, November. So I'll be stoked. Uh, also, we got an announcement that DC might be rethinking its movie strategy, that they might have some movies that aren't as connected to their universe as others. I mean, they're all going to take place in the same universe, but they're going to be not as intertightly interwoven, as it were. You know, yeah. I think I think we're going to be looking at stuff like Shazam and Batgirl at this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Right, like it's, right. Like it's in the universe, but you're not going to have the Justice League show up or whatever. You know, right? Um, you're going to be like your main thread, DC. Uh, entertainment universe, and then you know you have like like I said the Joss Whedon Batgirl movie is coming up. I think Gotham City Sirens will probably be like its own thing. Uh, Shazam will probably be its own thing. Uh, this is a smart move for them. I think yeah. I think now that Marvel has kind of gotten you know into it and like a little bit long in the tooth with these connected movies, it's starting to kind of not be a good look for them sometimes. You know what I mean? I think sometimes that you know, directors might be a little bit too dependent on you know, the rest of the story or it being just an episode in a bigger story rather than trying to, you know, make their own movie or whatever. So I think this is a smart way to do it for sure. Yeah. I mean, after, uh, justice league is done, I mean, that, that was pretty much the, the narrative, you know, the, the long narrative that they were working up to building up to. And then once mm-hmm. Superman comes back, I mean, then you can pretty much do what you want. Yeah. And then, you know, the second justice league movie's already been slated. So, yeah, uh, we got uh, confirmation this week that Saturn Girl will be appearing on Supergirl. So where Saturn Girl goes, there goes the Legion. So 
No, yeah. I don't want. I don't want the Legion there. Oh, I do. I don't, because you well, know, if they come back, you know who has to come with them. Broel. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna be talking about that uh, Summer's Eve commercial that started off uh, Supergirl this week. Yeah. Yeah, it the, did. Ga- the gauzy filter and the out in the uh, the uh, sunflower. Uh, oh my god! And stuff. Oh my god! I was waiting for them to be like, uh, "Do you feel fresh?" <laughs> I feel fresh. Trying to be Kryptonian, Kryptonian Eve. Right. It's just it was it was a weird the, the it was a weird moment. Yeah, it was it was. Weird. It didn't I mean, look it was, like she was gonna make out with her mom. That was weird too. It was obviously a dream sequence. Yeah. Jump though. I mean. Yeah. Um, that's all the little news bits I got. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we go into the the uh, um, to recaps though and the reviews and stuff, I have a we have an awesome contest coming up. Uh, starting this episode, uh, if you go to our Facebook group, DCTV Podcast, join the Facebook group, mm-hmm. and then uh, there's gonna be a thread there. I'm going to ask you what you do and your top three do and don't want to see this year in the uh, in the DCTV shows. And I'm going to pick random winners from that thread. And I have two awesome prizes. They are hardbound editions of The Death of Superman and Batman Year One, uh, the graphic novels. But they include the DVD and Blu-ray of the animated versions of each of those as well. So, with if you get the Death of Superman, you'll be getting Superman Doomsday, both on Blu-ray and on DVD, plus a really nice hardbound edition of the comic. Same with Batman Year One. Cool. Yeah, they were kind of a bonus to me, so I'm going to pass them on to the listeners. All you have to do, tell a friend about DCTV Podcast, post in that thread, tell us the top three things you do and don't want to see on DCTV this year, and you will be eligible. I will probably draw, I don't know, probably around Thanksgiving time from all the entries. So mm-hmm. uh, I will have a pin post for that uh, as this episode goes up. So good luck to all of you. And they really are sweet books. Yeah. Um, and they have a nice little sleeves built in the back for the DVD and the Blu-ray um, to keep them you know, safe or whatever. And uh, they're in great shape. And like I said, easy to win. Just listen and win. Uh, so that's our contest. Hope you do pretty that. easy. I, I pretty think it's easy. pretty easy, and it's a pretty uh, cool prize. I mean, I would like to have them if I. I, I would too. If I didn't already own them, if I didn't already have them, I, I would very much like to have them. So it's a cool gift. It's not just something you know exactly. cheesy or whatever. Um, let's start with something good, okay? Let's start with oh God. oh oh what did I miss something? I'm sorry. I hope he didn't. Did you did you get the thing about Victor Garber? Oh yeah, Victor Garber's gonna be leaving Legends. Is yeah, after, yeah. Is it yeah, after yeah. this season or before the end of the season? Or? Yeah, I just I wanted to make sure we we didn't miss that one. Yeah, I, I I almost did. Thanks for catching that, boss. Um, yeah, that's that's gonna be weird. I mean, I wonder who Jax is gonna bond with next, or even if he will, or if they're just gonna write Firestorm. Well, I got a theory since it's the uh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, we we pretty much probably know who's gonna be. It's it's gonna be Ronnie, right? They'd have to bring him back then. How easy is that? I don't know. You'd have to ask. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get to the Flash, but it yeah, seems, we'll, seems we'll pretty easy. <laughs> right. Yeah, it seems pretty easy. And uh, Legends doesn't exactly as we've seen in this in the uh, pilot. I mean, not the pilot. We saw in the uh, premiere of the new season. They don't do time very well. So no, they They're do not, what they want, and then they go back and try to fix it. And then they go back and try to fix it. 
Okay, well, let's start with something good. Let's start with Gotham. How about that? Okay. Yes. Yes. We'll go with season one, or season four, episode one. Uh, this is pretty interesting. This puts up the idea of the Penguin's license to anything but kill initiative. Uh, he regulates, he's regulating crime, mm-hmm. and he's got the backroom endorsement of both the mayor and the police chief. So basically, he's selling off licenses to allow people to be "quote unquote" illegal criminals. "Quote unquote." Oh yeah, that's exactly what he did. As long as they don't privatize crime. Yeah, except as long as there are no murders, everything right. is cool, right? Yeah, privatize crime. Gordon, Gordon isn't even aware of the status quo at first. Yeah, um, he doesn't even know what's going on. Um, but not every criminal is on board with this. There's uh, Merton. He's a small time hood. He tries to take down uh, some wedding guests, and he mm-hmm. is shut down by Zaz, who gets the loot on his own. Um, Merton breaks uh, Jonathan Crane. Wasn't it in season two that he got, like, an ultimate dose of fear gas and was, like, strapped to a bed and, and just, like... Yeah, he was left for uh, at the right. crazy house. Yeah, he was, like, strapped to a bed, like, screaming and crying in his sleep and stuff. Um, he gets uh, him... Uh, sprung out of Arkham so we can get a hold of his dad's quote unquote fear juice formula, as he calls oh, it. Oh, I've had some of that fear juice, especially this weekend in New oh, York Comic Con. You had some in New York Comic Con, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> um, they get the, the, the Mertens gang gets emboldened so much, they crash the opening night for Penguin's new Iceberg Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> formerly known as Sirens. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, and they get immediately nabbed by Oswald as soon as they arrive. Um, while this is going on, Bruce follows Selena to a rooftop, uh, where he, you know, impresses her by kind of joining her on the ledge of a building, and then apologizes for missing, uh, her kind gesture of showing up when Alfred was hospitalized. Um, it seems like he wants to say more, but Alfred, uh, calls him in to let him know what's going on. Um, Penguin's about to, uh, punish Merton. Bruce is about to suit up in like his new little baby Batman garb. But uh, Alfred says there's a time for masks and a time for Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I want to go out and fight crime. Yeah. So instead, Bruce uh, counsels Penguin to turn them over to the GCPD. But then his argument is interrupted by Ivy, who's impatient. The fear juice goes everywhere. Oh, and, did it. And Penguin has this awesome... Uh, vision of Nigma like cackling in his face and uh but then Gordon and Bullock arrive and then Alfred helps and order is restored to the nightclub later uh, Bruce puts on mask and cape he's confronting the accountant who manages Penguin's rosters of uh, licenses mm-hmm. so he can get the list of all of them but he tumbles through a skylight and it's about to be descended on cops as the scene ends very reminiscent of Batman Year One. Oh yeah very when he crashed through and all the cops are surrounding him and stuff all right and in the, the end of the episode, uh, Grady, who's Merton's like brother or whatever, goes to check on Crane. They had locked him in a closet with some fear juice and a real scarecrow. Yeah, trapped in a closet. I see what happened to R. Kelly. Same thing happened here. <laughs> yeah. Go crazy. Yeah, we'll go, go crazy. Uh, Crane announces he isn't here anymore. It's just a scarecrow now. There's, there's no there's no Crane here. There's no Crane. It's just, it's just us. This us crazies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this kid as the scarecrow though he works for me I think he's good um, they kind of go through him really quick with the next episode though 
Yeah. I, thought he, I thought he was decent. You know, he kind of has that tick going on where he's kind of fighting with himself, and he's got the go gangly thing going on. I thought it worked out well. Yeah, it did. It did. I think it. So far, as a little setup. It's it's far fetched and crazy as it is that you get to privatize crime. Yeah, yeah. It's a little license. I mean, that's insane, right? It seems insane. I mean, uh, it's it was funny how they just like explained it away in like a minute, though. You know what I mean? Like they didn't dwell on it too long. Like I think Penguin kind of explains it, and then they're just like, okay. No, yeah. it's Gotham. It's Gotham. Yeah, it's, exactly. I mean, that's just a, it's it's a reminder. It's. Just, this is Gotham, though. It's Gotham. That's how it rolls here. As it? As it? It seems to be. But uh, I thought this was a pretty strong return. I like Baby Batman a lot. I, I do. He's like, he's, he's, he is Baby Batman. And it's funny because in the comics, there is a story where he is dressed up as Robin. Like, in, he's in a Robin-like costume before he became Batman because he had to rescue... The, one of the people that he wants to train him, you know, Batman goes through journey through the journey and gets trained by different mentors. Was that told in the untold story of Batman? Yeah, uh, with Lemwine. Yeah, with Lemwine and Jim Apparel. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally remember that. So it was interesting. Uh, I also had the story about Batman's dad dressing yeah, up as a yeah. bat. Yeah, I remember that too. And was like, huh, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a cool little mini. Yeah. So I give this one a B. I thought it was a good return. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I do. I, give I, think, it a I think it just keeps getting stronger. And I really, I think if they had tried this with the baby Batman thing, uh, like last season, I don't think it would have worked as well. But I think David Mazuz is kind of growing into this role. He's really kind of. He's at the right age. He's selling it to me that he's, yeah, exactly. He's at the right age where he should be starting to, you know, his training or his journey on this road. You know what I mean? All right. All right. He's not big enough to be like, oh, running and beating up everybody and, and being... But bad. he wants to. He really wants but to. But he wants <laughs> to. He certainly does want to. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I dig it. I dig, I dig this thing. I dig this, uh, this, uh, Batman's being created by the, by the, the crazies, by the, uh, the costume guys. Right, that's yeah. always been a thing in the comics, too, like, which came first, mm-hmm. did Batman cause the villains, or did the villains cause Batman, you know? Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the animated series is called Trial, where they kidnap Batman and the DA, and the DA has to defend him in Arkham Asylum. Joker's oh, the, yeah, Joker's yeah. the judge, and they bring up, like, each, each of the villains from the show, it kind of has a little bit, you know, talking about Batman and causing, you know, how... And then the defendants, you know, she has to, she hates Batman, but she has to defend him. You know what I mean? So it kind of is playing with that idea, and I really like it. So, um, in episode two, uh, Gordon releases Bruce to Alfred after he gets arrested. It was like nothing, like nothing happened, right? It's like mm-hmm. a slap on the wrist, like, don't you go, <laughs> don't you go dressing up like that anymore, young man. You know? Oh yeah, it wasn't <laughs> even a question. It was like, and the lie was, uh, was looking for Selena. Yeah, right. It yeah, even, it wasn't even a good lie. You know? No, like, <laughs> I was up on the roof. Like it was even like a question. Like you want to believe me? I was up on the roof looking for Serena, so, uh, and I fell through the roof. Right. <laughs> it, was like, 
and I think I think uh, Gordon's thing was I got too much shit to be worried about right now. I have no time for this. Right. You two weirdos, just do what you do. I have no time for your weird old crap that you two got going <laughs> on right now. I got. But this I, is but this is when Lucius uh, kind of catches what's going on. Do you Lucius, know what I mean? Is, I love this. I love this. Lucius acted. I love this actor that plays Lucius, and I love how they write him. Yeah, Chris Chalk is really good in the role. He, it's funny because he is. I will say this. I am black. I will say this. I will say this because I am black. I can get away with this. <laughs> he is like he is like the magical Negro in terms of he knows everything that's going on that no one else is noticing. Like you should notice that something's weird going on. Yeah. He see. He comes in. He knows. He's like you. You're bullshitting me right now. I know you're bullshitting me. What was the but I'll example? Let you tell you yeah, yeah I let you make, tell me the lie. Right. Yeah, wink, wink. Right. This is like a good example movie. of that. Yeah, because you know I'm out rock climbing and you know yeah, so yeah. and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. He, he he knows what's going on. Yeah, wink, wink. I'll Plus, let you... Lucius is that character. I mean, he was around what he started in season two. He's right. kind of been around for enough of the ride to kind of get where Lucius is coming from, you know what I mean? Lucius is almost like he's us, watching the TV show. Yeah. Because <laughs> he gets it. He's like, uh, yeah, okay, okay, all right. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me let you tell me the lie, and then I'll help you later. That's what usually winds up happening. I save the day, and I help these two guys later. I help them out later on. Um, Penguin confronts Gordon about Scarecrow. And the GCPD and Harvey turned their back on Gordon. Oh, yeah. That was... I mean, well, we're used to them not liking Gordon. Yeah. But... I'm glad that, you know, by the end of this, Gordon and Bullock are, are reunited. Because I can see the GCPD going against Gordon, but really yeah. I don't see Bullock at this point, like, going against him at all. Nah, but he can't lose his troops. He's got That's it. right. That's right. Barbara Keene, in the least surprising return... I'm saying. <laughs> we right. all said, dude, she was coming back, she was right? dead. Nobody thought she was dead. Um, yeah. She's back with a room full of weapons and an offer for yeah. Tabitha and Selena. Uh, she also has a meeting with Penguin. He wants to cut, and he wants to know who her backer is. Mm-hmm. Um, Ivy expresses that she's just about done with Penguin, and she wants to join up with Selena again. Ivy don't know what the hell. Like, Ivy just... I don't, I don't think respected. they know what to do with her. I don't I think don't they know, know what to do with her yeah. as a character at all. I think they kind of, hey, here's a neat idea, and then they were like, okay, now what do we do? You know? Like, it she... just doesn't seem like they know where to put her. Not yet. It's like she's still trying to trying to find her way. I, I think now, though, that they in the next coming coming episodes... There will be a place for Ivy. I hope so, because they're I mean, gonna go all out. I mean, what she's what she's going to do, uh, she's gonna you know become straight up poison Ivy. I would think that would be cool. I could see that. Yeah. You know, when they do the chemicals, you know what happens when fires and chemicals happen, and you right. fall behind a table. Right or, or a counter, or into a, into a swamp. <laughs> into a swamp, you come out at the uh, you come out all new and improved. I guess so. I think I'll go try that. Yeah, see that works. See if that works for me. Is that how yeah. it works? Yeah, that's 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 well, only if you're uh, on on Gotham. Oh, well, no, don't try that. Don't try that. You'd probably just die or something. Yeah, you might just die being electrocuted and then taking chemicals that are poison. It kills you in the real world. It only works in Gotham. Right. Um, Bruce hits the streets. 
gets into a fight that he barely escapes from. Yes, he does. It's- I thought that was awesome because oh, how many times have we said, oh, he can't be Batman? He's only like half the size of one of these. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah. These dudes are big. They're going to kick your ass. Yeah, yeah. Especially when there's more than one and there's only you. That's why you need stealth and, and you need you don't have any gadgets. Weapons, you have nothing. You have nothing. Um, Gordon confronts Crane and gets doused with fear gas. He has a uh, a hallucination of Lee killing herself of because course. of him. Uh-huh. Of course, any reason to bring Marina back? Right? Any time. Listen, hotness is hotness. I have no no I ain't uh, argument with that. Nope, no sir, neither. Um, Gordon is able to overcome his fear and fight off the other inmates using water. That was one of those. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Somebody watched the movie Signs. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, watch every movie he's ever done. That's always his recurring thing is water uh, negates whatever thing is happening. Ugh, I was oh, like, yeah. Come, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Come on. You could do a little better than that. Um, Lucius shows up at the mansion with an outfit for Bruce to do his rock climbing in. Oh man, I almost he almost turned into uh, Morgan Freeman for a minute, <laughs> didn't he? Just a little. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a just little. little uh, Ivy goes and gets some chemicals to make herself stronger. Uh, Gordon and Bullock have a drink, and that leads Jim to go talk to Carmine Falcone, and that's where we leave off. Yeah. And I don't know why the hell he would go talk to Falcone after just because killing his son. Because he wants Falcone to kill him. It's got to be the only reason. Because every time, every time you deal with Falcone, you do something else worse to him, and yet still you keep going back. Now you're gonna do something else to his other kid that's left. Right, like all the crap he's done to Falcone. Now he's gonna run to him for help. Yeah, just, it was hard for yeah. me to buy. Oh, joining us now is the lovely and, and talented Jerry Atkinson. How are you doing, kid? I am well. How are you, Jim? I am delightful. Thank you. Wow. We are. We are talking Gotham. We're just wrapping up the second episode. Awesome. Gotham. The one with Batman. (laughs) Yeah. The the show with Batman. You may recall it. It's been a while since we've had to talk about it, though. Batman-ish. Batman-esque. Yeah. But we're just uh, at the end of the second episode where, you know, he just got his baby Batman suit and washed every all the fear juice off everybody and now Gordon's off to see Falcone in Miami. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. So uh Gotham season four, episode three. So we see, you know, while everything's going to crap and uh you know the G C P D are in the pocket of the penguin and all that stuff is going on and there's fear juice everywhere. Gordon mm-hmm. decides to leave. Sure. And go Why not? go to uh, go to sunny uh Miami to visit Falcone. The guy who's, you know, Sonny just killed. You know. Yeah, yeah. He'll get over it. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, this episode starts off with the uh, the, uh, the origin of Rachel Ghoul, though. It's uh, 15, you know, 125 AD. Um, a guy wearing uh, Kevin Sorbo's goatee from Hercules mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. raises him from the dead and tells him he has to find a successor. Now this dagger has popped up and it's up for auction here right. in Gotham. So... Of course, Rach, Rach wants it. And he's tasked everyone's favorite psychopath, Barbara Keene, to help him do it. And she has a new haircut. She's trading sex for guns and karate training or something. <laughs> That's how it seems anyway. 
stories all the time, right? I mean, of course, you teach me karate, and I, I will sleep with you. Doesn't she look very like? Doesn't she like? She looks like she's channeling Madonna in the Express Yourself video through this entire piece. Yeah, like the haircut, a, the big yeah. blocky suit, you know, the whole thing. Well, there was that scene where she said, "Come on, girls, <laughs> do you believe in love?" I'm really, pretty I'm, sure I, I missed the bathroom during that part. Yeah, yeah that, it, it happened. I it totally was, missed that scene. Yeah, it was totally. He started dancing. Don't, don't make, settle for second best. Make baby. Gordon express how he feels, and baby, yeah, then, uh, right. you're, you're dead for real. And then, he, yeah, he tell that's what happened. <laughs> but like everybody else who dies and comes back on the show, she comes back with a new killer haircut. Well, that's all you need when you get electrocuted. <laughs> you, you just get a new hairstyle. You just don't you know that? Everyone knows that. Don't you that's realize that? Small. That is the breakup do. I'm saying. Right? Work when, it. When Butch comes back, he's going to get a new hairstyle. Too. He's going to have white hair, I bet you. Probably. Yeah, no doubt. Have a new uh, speaking, of, speaking of guys coming back, Edward Nigma gets thought out by his former high school classmate and most aggressive fanfic writer, Myrtle Jenkins. <laughs> now, they just kind of brought this character in and then they gave her like 10 minutes of screen time and then killed yeah. her. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to check on that and make sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. I was like, oh, maybe she'll hang around. And, and Oh, guess yeah. not. I thought she'd be like hench, a hench girl for Riddler. You know, yeah, you know. I thought that's what they were going to do with her. But uh, no. No. Not, a, not at all. That didn't happen. But nice dress. She gone. Pow, pow. Pow, pow. I love that line that uh, Corey Michael Smith delivered, though. Bring me a riddle that is worthy of my name. You know, that was pretty good. It was. Um, Gordon heads to Miami, holding court with Falcone. Um, Jim needs a favor from a criminalist in class because the GCPD has given up the good fight. Carmine asks, "Is it? Are you sure this isn't just about you, Jim? This mm-hmm. is bigger than me." Jim replies, lying oh, terribly. Always. <laughs> always um, bigger than him. Carmine is dying, but his daughter Sophia who totally doesn't look like Lee Thompson's at all. Oh, no. <laughs> is willing to help. Uh, she seduces Jim, mainly by telling him he has a sense of humor, which is... Well, when sense. you look like that, that's all you need to tell me. Uh, it's probably a sense he's never heard from the lips of another human. I'm saying, I mean, come on. Um, Sophia's ready to move into Gotham, not as a partner to help, but to take over. That's the crime that's family. Good take over. Do it. You, you you got it. Her father has convenient death syndrome. She has that uh yeah, convenient death syndrome where he yeah. knows it's he knows it's coming. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, she tells Tim, "You came looking for a gangster, and that's exactly what you got." Oh man, that was a good line too. Yes, it was. And then everybody started voguing. Yes. yes. There was a lot Come of voguing. There was a guy, a shirtless guy covered in rainwater <laughs> with a sledgehammer right. hitting correct. something. There was a, fa- a factory where they only yeah. made sparks, you know. Yeah. Reckless with an attitude. <laughs> Lots of outworld up henchmen and stuff. Lots of giant, men's. Yeah. Giant, yeah. giant gear wheels in the background for no reason. Right. I mean, that's how the, all these things work in oh, real life, too. And all the time. just happened today on the train. Yeah. So I'm going to give Gotham a B so far for the season. I'm really enjoying what they're doing. I'm liking Baby Batman. I'm liking Barbara as, you know, Rachel Gould's hench girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm digging it all. I'm really enjoying it. 
I'm digging it. Keeping that tone too. They're keeping that tone. Yeah, I'm digging it. I I don't have a complaint. Only complaint was the water. (laughs) Water. (laughs) It was the water. Water. I'm I'm actually gonna go A minus. I'm I'm gonna bump it up from like a B or B plus because I'm really 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 enjoying Alfred coming into his own. I'm really like liking the scenes with him. I mean, I know it's he's all they've always kind of kind of deferred to the fact that he's a badass and you've seen little tidbits, but he's really a badass. Oh, he's I awesome. love the scenes with him. He's kind of become the voice of reason for Bruce. Yes. Bruce, yeah, he's like, like, I want to go, I want to go punch a bunch of people. And yeah. he's like, dude, hell back. Like, this might be when you want to be right. Bruce Wayne. And you got guy. the, I mean, you, with the bad voices, he keeps it's like, you got to work on your voice. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Like, oh, it. I'm a smart rich kid. This is hot talk. I'm at Christmas. It's time. <laughs> Yep. Sorry. Like, come yeah, on, I kid. I had him. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about Lucifer real quick, because I think, and I'm gonna put this up for a vote on the Facebook group. I think. Uh huh. But I think this might be the last time we cover Lucifer, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. okay. First of all, here it here goes. No. <laughs> I, I yeah. I just I I really think if I were listening to this podcast as a listener and not producing it. I would hate to hear us just bag on this show every week. I agree. First of all. I agree. Second of all, the season premiere came and went, and the second episode, and it has it has all the same problems that it had before, with more now. Um, they have this guy who's like, they call the Sinner Man, who's supposed to be like a wannabe or whatever, Lucifer mm-hmm. wannabe. Um they, they, you know, they ended the last season really well with Lucifer finding his wings in the desert. They did almost nothing with that, except he's trying to clip them off. And Amendiel has wing envy, you know. Um, the first episode, they like he he's out in the desert, and uh, Chloe doesn't believe him, and they go back to the scene of, of what had happened. You know, when he they found him with his wings, and they find a clue there, somebody uh, uh, to ID someone who had been abducted. Um, yeah. But uh, the guy who, uh, it turns out it's a huge hoax. They bring in, uh, they also brought in Tom Welling for this show. And you know, I, I really, didn't even recognize it. Was I didn't either, but what the what? hell are they doing with this character? I don't know. He's he's the, he's some evil thing. I think he's just going to want to be in the center, the stupid center character. Yeah. I mean, they did drop him and this new center man in the center mm-hmm. premiere. Because he'd have to be the guy. It's so obvious. It's so obvious right. that he, be something like that oh, yeah. and and to get away with it for so long it had to be somebody that's on the inside right so and then that second episode which was all about little dicks yeah which was really annoying as well yeah um, he's yeah. like he's like looking out the window at um at uh um at chloe and lucifer and dan he's like what a listening device too yeah yeah and listening to you. um the, se- the second episode was about like people stealing jokes from each other. Yeah, yeah. And and it turned out it was the warm up comedian for the show of the person. That, mm-hmm. It just didn't make any sense. And then they have this, like I said, they have this guy, the Sinner Man, is doing the stuff that Lucifer is supposed to be doing, right? But what? isn't and yeah, it's jealous, and I don't get that at all. He doesn't make deals anymore, like, and now. He's- like, what does it make sense? Yeah, that's what I think. You know, when we had the pilot, you would think uh, that Lucifer is very connected. And, you know, like, he, 
I think it would have been a fun. I thought they were going to do that. Like he knows, he knows someone and knows something that could get them somewhere that they need to be or get them something that they need because everybody would owe him a favor, right? I mean, it could be a fun little thing to add to the to the show, the mythos. But they just totally forgot about it, and I forgot about it after a while until the psychiatrist said it, right? And and it was like you don't do that anymore. And I was like, you're right, you don't do that anymore. The sign that the, the only scene I really enjoyed out of these two episodes was when uh, Mendiel and uh, um, Doctor Linda burn the wings in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're talking. Then he, he, she tries to call him "Amen," but that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't right. work. Right. Right. And you know that Mendel realizes that like that he's been the test of you know God has been testing him with Lucifer his whole life and stuff like that. But that was like one scene out of these two episodes. Yeah, it just had so much junk. Chloe is still like super bland and unappealing, and has really oh, yeah. nothing to her character. They try to make Dan more appealing by putting him in. Um, you know, this improv group, right? And, st- and then they make him do stand-up in the second episode and tell a bunch of dick jokes. And then that goes back, I mean, and then that's another thing I re- that they remind you of when the Thomas Weller character goes in and said, wait a minute, you were a crooked cop at one time. Yeah. Like, that's been forgotten. Like, that's been totally thrown to the side and forgotten until he mentioned it again. Right. Just now. So it's like, um... And then the whole thing of, you're trying to show the detective that you're Lucifer, why not just show her the wings? Yeah. Just pop out your wings, dude. Just I mean, pop you're... out the wings. I mean, why? What is this whole thing that you can't... If your your devil face now is gone or whatever and you want to tell... Like, what is the big deal? I don't understand. Like, the whole thing of this show is keeping hey. these secrets when you don't need... Yeah. For so long when you don't need to. It's, uh, it's just getting real old and tired. Yeah, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna put you a vote on the Facebook group as to whether we should cover this because it's it's not very good. It doesn't seem to be improving, and it's mm-hmm. not really connected to the DCU in any any major way. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, it's like it's just kind right. of its own thing. It's not you know, it's not like a great Batman story like Gotham has turned out to be. It's not like the part right. of the CW mythos or whatever. It's not it's not fun and quirky and and endearing like uh, I Zombie is. It's just kind of the nope. same. Tr- it's kind of, I know. I know. Jerry doesn't understand. I agree with that one, but it's just kind of the same tropes we've been bitching about, and I'm really right. concerned. It's making the podcast a bummer because we keep bagging on this show. You know, I mean, at least when we bag on Legends, it, it's different things we bag on. Right. <laughs> but this seems to be. You know, it seems to be. I mean, I went back and listened to some of the last few episodes, and mm-hmm. every time we talked about Lucifer, we said the same thing over and over. So mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it up to the listeners. Keep it or bag it. Um, I'm kind of leaning toward get rid of it. So we will see. And by the way, if you want to have a good drinking game, take this uh, season three's uh, episode two of Lucifer. Every time they say the word micro penis, take a drink. Oh man, you'd be. So I've never even I never even heard that word before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> well, hopefully you, that was a good thing then. You <laughs> now I've heard it like way too many times. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to something a little bit better. Supergirl. A little bit started out, Yeah, well, it started out with a Summer's Eve commercial. <laughs> um, in, a, you know, field, in a field of wheat. <laughs> uh, Kara's having a dream of Broel, and uh, yeah. her mom is there, and uh, all this stuff, and then she wakes up, and she... Of course, you know, it was all a dream, and Mon-El's gone, and she's still dealing with that. In fact, so much so... 
that she wants to shut down the um, the Cara Danvers part of her life and just be Supergirl. She's very like matter of fact. She's very business when she goes to DEO. All of her, everybody's kind of concerned about her, but um, she you know she is shutting the, like the human part off from her life. You know, or trying to anyway. As yeah, it's fake episode. doing it because I don't know. It just it just comes off very weakly. Like you just I knew it wasn't very last. weak. Yeah, you know it wasn't last. Like it just came off very weak. That she hadn't been Supergirl long enough that this really felt like she would do something like that. Like it, it hadn't been that long. She had a fake job, and even the job don't feel like it doesn't feel like it's a real job with her. And she quit that twice already. Didn't yeah, she? Like, just she's last season she quit from the snapper twice. I mean, what? Now she's not gonna go on her blog anymore. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Her blog that millions oh and millions gosh. of people read. Yeah. To the blogosphere. Blogosphere. To tell millions. Work. That's totally how blogs work. Sure. To tell millions. Um. Everybody notices that Kara is distancing herself. Um. Oh, we see her in a good action scene, stopping this dude Bloodsport. Yes. Didn't anybody watch a John Claude Van Damme movie? I mean, come on. Uh, yes, I did. Kun- what is it? Kunjate is or Kun- what's the action? Kumate. It was the they went. Kumate. It was the Kumate. Aka the um, real story of Frank Duke's first American yeah, win the Puma Sure. Sure it was. Of course it was. Shut up. Sure it was. <laughs> Just like the real story about Tom Cruise when he was the last samurai. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I mean, all anyhow, oh, yeah. I'm just going to say um, they they noticed that Kara's distancing. Um, Bloodsport attacks uh, Alex and Maggie and mm-hmm. gets away, but they're able to identify him by blood he leaves on Kara's hand. Uh, everybody notices Kara is like distancing herself from friends and family, but they want to give her time to grieve over Monel, uh, who they all think is dead. I guess. Ugh, like who cares? Uh, then we meet Morgan Edge, who basically was what Maxwell Lord should have been. In oh no, they one. don't even think he's dead because remember they know they sent him into space. Oh right, right. Okay, I thought maybe there was a question there because of the lead poisoning or whatever. No, they sent him away. They know they sent him right. away. He's not dead. That's why she had that scene when she had the, uh, when she said um, something about, but he's not dead. It's just right. he's gone. Like I didn't have to mourn him or something. He, right. I can't mourn him because he's he's not dead. Right. I, I do right. remember that now. Right. Anyway, then Morgan Edge, played by Adrian Pazdar, shows up. He is basically, as I mentioned, who Maxwell Lord should have been in the first season. Best part of the show so far, because he plays asshole so well. And... Yes, he's pretty much Michael Douglas from from Long, from Wall Street. Here. Yeah, serious menace. <laughs> like he comes off as someone very as a serious menace who was a killer, evil. Like this is no Maxwell Lord where he where he cares a little bit. This is this dude don't care. This, yeah. this, this is this is Luther. This would yeah. be Luther if they wanted him to be. Like, you know, yeah, he, he very much reminded me of Michael Douglas in Wall Street. Yeah, Gordon, totally. Gordon oh. Gargo. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Greed totally. is good. You know, that guy. Greed is good, yeah. Um, he's definitely going to be a thorn in Supergirl and Lena Luthor's side this year. He, oh, wants yeah. to, he wants to revitalize the Harbor District, uh, yeah. but Lena and James Olsen are against it. So Edge tries to buy Catco, but Lena buys it instead and then gives Kara her job back. Uh, she doesn't know what to do. Yeah, professional blogger. Okay. Uh, Cat goes open for a takeover because Cat Grant is now the press secretary for the president. 
Yeah. And they get to sneak in their little political thing here with the, uh, yeah. of course the president believes in global warming. The president is not an idiot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was cute, I thought. Yeah. Um, James and Alex try to get through to Kara, but she refuses. She refuses. She quits and tells Alex she isn't feeling anything because she's better than human. Um, we find out the U.S. government has a Daxamite spaceship hidden away. What? I know. The government doing something bad? Huh. And uh, Bloodsport is creating a cloaking device and is likely to attack the Girl of Steel statue dedication at the harbor. Mm-mm. We learn that Edge is the one blacking, backing Bloodsport. No. <laughs> You're lying. I don't believe that. It's true. No. And, uh, he uses a submarine to attack the harbor. What? <laughs> All I could think of when they were putting up the statue is, don't they remember what happened to Laurel Lance's statue? I... Yeah. Stop doing statue ceremonies, please. Right. Just don't do them. Just you're, don't do them. You're inviting a whole world of hurt. Okay? You're inviting, yeah, you, you are. You totally are. Just Stop put it. up a sign. Just put up a sign that says, "Hey, super villain, attack here." Just you know, I like that, wasn't that the premise of Megamind? Is they were making a, a statue to like the superhero, and then Megamind like crashed their party. Wasn't that the whole premise of that? They're just so. stealing plot yeah. lines from. The yeah. Pretty much. I would just Masters. do something where I'd just have a celebration in the, in the paper and be like, we good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you. We good. Um, Supergirl tries to stop the sub. She gets knocked unconscious. <laughs> Jim, Mon-El's Supergirl voice... can't, can't breathe underwater. When did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She has super lungs. But she has super lungs and she can hold her breath for a long period of time. Can. But, um, but we found out that she can't hold her breath very long in space either, remember? Yeah, she can't breathe. Jim, she can't breathe in space. Well, she can't breathe underwater. She can't breathe underwater. But, oh. 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 Okay. She, uh, she gets knocked unconscious and mon voice tells her to wake up. With great power comes responsibility. I'll do it for Uncle Ben. I mean, Monel. I mean, um, yeah. She lifts the sub up out of the water and saves the day. Well, uh, also we we see that other scene too while that was happening. With the, the woman, with the woman. teenage daughter. Yeah, she yep, shows yep. An incredible strength saving yep. the girl. Yes. And this is uh, Rain. This is going to be one of the characters, the right. current characters in the uh, this season. <laughs> and then they started playing this song. We can't be heroes. Aww, R.I.P. Bowie. That was great. Uh, Edge is angry at losing on Catco, goes to threaten Lena. Supergirl arrives and flies off with Edge. She leaves him on a sailing cargo ship after telling him that she knows he was the one blacking. Yeah, for a minute, I'm like, well, why are you going to leave your friend when he looked <laughs> like he about to smack her? Like, he looked like he was going to really physically hurt her. And I was yeah. like, why did she just leave like that? That was kind of foul. But then when she came back around as Supergirl, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, I, know. I, I know. I know. I know. Now, now, does Lena know she's Supergirl or or no? She hasn't come out and said it, but we all kind of think she's figured it out. Because it's so yeah. weird. Like, I know, it's I so obvious. That, it's so weird that she doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, my best friend is Supergirl. Look exactly like her. Only one wears glasses. Huh. And she knows she's dating Monel because she said it. She said, yeah. I know you miss Monel, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't. I don't know. It's weird. I think it's kind of a cat go th- or a cat grant thing. 
I guess that's what they want to do. She, um, yeah, just keep repeating that same them. thing. Yeah, just keep repeating the same thing with other people. This reminded me though of these the great Luthor showdowns between Superman and Luthor, where like yeah. Superman knew Luthor was behind it but couldn't prove it. I, Luthor I, had like the influence and everything. He's like, but I don't care. What can you prove? You know, I don't care. They're, I mean, they did it really well in the animated series a few times. Yeah, he, yeah. I like those um, scenes. We is. also see that there's something underwater. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe John's dad. What? And uh, we end the show with Alex asking John to give her away at the wedding, and Kara kind of coming around to being her old. And son. they crying, and she crying, and he crying, and everybody's crying, and I started crying. And yeah. are why are you crying, Kara? Were, were you cutting onions or something? I was crying for another reason. We can't get into that. But he was making was a lasagna it? for one. Yeah. No, he was watching This Is Us. <laughs> No, I don't cry when it's on you for one, because that means I don't have to share. No, but crying, then you have was, to cut the onions. So. He was, uh, he was crying about This Is Us. He's probably watching This Is Us, and it made him cry, because I know right. it always makes him cry on the things You're going to make me cry right now. You just mentioned it. Yeah. Damn right, because Milana Vaintrup's not on there I, 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 I did like when she picked up the sub, though. That was cool. Yeah. I did like that. I'm liking, I'm liking it. I like this episode well enough. Uh, it, it set up, you know, the new thing with Morgan Edge. It, I thought it, I don't know, it, she kind of recovered really quick. I like some of it, but it was just, uh, just the whole thing of her just being so sad. Like, it just, I don't know, it just it just was so, uh, maybe because I, I didn't find the relationship with Monel that uh, good on screen. Maybe that's why I just don't feel the real emotion from her. Like, I don't feel anything with her. I felt more when it came to uh, her sister talking about the wedding because they earned it. Like, they, you know, they build up that relationship and it, and it seems... That's a believable relationship between believable. characters who have right. chemistry together. Right. <laughs> yeah. But with this, the Monel thing, I just can't, like, find... Just, just when she starts getting sad or angry, because I can't be... I can't be... Kara, I can't, I can't do this anymore. When she does that, it's like, I, over this dude? She didn't cry like that about her own dad when her dad, you know, when, when they found him and he was gone again. She didn't mm-hmm. cry that much about that dude. That was supposed to be her dad that, you know, raised her when they adopted her. Like, Are she, you sure you're not transferring your feelings onto her? Like, you really hate Broel, so you're saying, why is she moping over that guy? Because that guy's a tool. Are you I sure you're do- not doing that? Well, I guess. I think what he's saying is the fact that that Monel was so bland and like such a not non character or whatever is kind of taking the the believability out of her being so broken up about him out of it. Is that what you're going at there? Yeah, but it was just so like I when they when we had last season with her father, right? She didn't act that broken up about it with her with her father when he was gone. But with Bumonel, she's supposed to be that broken up about it that it's making her just angry. It's just off to me. Well, it seemed to me like the whole premise of the first season was her trying to just be normal, right. be a normal person, and then you know, Supergirl came out kind of out of necessity when she had to save her sister and stuff. Right, that's what happened. Yeah. And now it's like the 180 degrees. You know, she wants to just be Supergirl all the time. And just, just I know Supergirl. it's like uh, 125 degrees circle. You might want to check your math there, buddy. 
Oh, carry the one. <laughs> let's, uh, should we move on to the Flash? Yes. Uh-huh. Let's move on yes, to that. Yes. I'm a little let's, bit happy. Let's quickly move on to that. Let's flash over there. Yeah, let's, let's run let's, it out. Let's speed on over. Because the stars are <laughs> too loud. This is probably my favorite of the bleeders. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and my only gripe with this was that I wish we'd had more time with the team at the beginning, with Vi, yeah, man. Kid Flash, and Iris. I could have went, oh. went for two hours. I could have went for two hours. Yeah, I, I, thought, I was hoping they'd do it for a few episodes, you yeah. know, like maybe Barry wouldn't get his mind back, or, you know, they something, you know, be caught in the tree, you know, Speed right. Force or whatever. Right. But I really dug that with Vibe and Kid Flash, and, uh, like in the beginning where they're going after Peekaboo. Yeah. Um, which was cool, another cool callback to another episode. I'd have did it. Um, Instead of wasting episodes, like having, like, having an episode that feels like a filler, I would have gave this two, I would have did a two hour one and, mm. and had it and had them in the first hour, we just see team flash without Barry. And team kid flash. Team kid flash. <laughs> That's not a thing. I like, I love it. Is. Nobody's feeling team kid flash. Right. And then in the, <laughs> in the second hour, you have it where he comes back, you know, but I would, I would have did it mm-hmm. that way. This whole thing I thought would have been better as two episodes because it's just yeah. kind of compressed. You got yeah. all this stuff with you know with Vibe and Kid Flash right. and Iris kind of in this new girl. Cisco yeah. is like way more confident than we've seen him probably since the first Ooh. season. He looked, he looked like he was giving her him and uh, Caitlin looked like they were giving the eye a little bit. And that was uh-huh. the other point I was going to make. Caitlin, yeah. like they do all this stuff with Caitlin all in one episode, and boom, she's back and everything's cool. Yeah. Now she's wearing tank tops. But now she's but now she has this person. <laughs> yeah, she got tank tops. <laughs> She's like, I'm cool, and I work at a bar. Yeah, I work at a very edgy. That was kind of awesome the way she confronted him. Like, whoa! It kind of makes the character much more interesting. I just rather it be that she's just Caitlyn. I mean, I'd rather it be that is naturally Caitlyn. I think that's what they're kind of going toward. It seemed that way anyway. And not, uh, I hope they don't do a long thing of her like I'm losing time, like I'm forgetting things and blacking out. And it's and it's that's when Killer Frost takes over. You know, I hope they don't do that too. I hope they don't do the Jekyll and Hyde thing with her too much. I do think I don't think they'll do that, but I do think their like new big bat is going to find a way to use that against them. Like last season, maybe it was cool to see Iris as the badass leading Team Flash. I thought, yeah, she was boss. I mean, there was a long time when the show was like everybody lies to Iris and yeah. everybody keeps it out of the loop, and now far. she's like. She was, like, right in the middle of it. it I mean, awesome. damn, she was so bossy, she reminded me of my ex-wife. Dude. And I really like, I'm really like Keenan Lonsdale as Wally. He's, he's not, he's not doing what Barry did, you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, he's his own guy, but he's trying to, you know, he's got his head on straight, but he's trying to do his best to live up to Barry, you know? He cool, he cool, he ain't, he ain't trying to be all, you know, crazy. He cool, he cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. But I just kind of, I just kind of hope, you know, I was kind of hoping they would go a little bit longer with that. But, but instead, dude, a uh, samurai with a, a sword that causes earthquakes. Sure. Figure that one out. Sure. Um, shows up and says he wants the Flash, the real Flash, in 24 hours. All right. You ain't the real gonna, Flash. Or he's gonna tear down Central City. So, just so happens that Cisco is working on a DNA device that would help Barry escape the Speed Force by putting his DNA in the Speed Force to, you know, stand in for him. While you know, while he escapes, so they try it, and it seems not to work. Then Barry is found. Oh, did it? Naked and miles and miles away on a he's road. N- naked and afraid. Yes, naked and afraid. 
and crazy. And, and crazy. <laughs> and they're not sure what to do with him because he's like talking nonsense and not really responding the way they expect it. So they put him in, down in the pipeline where he yeah. starts doing the same thing Coulson did at the end of season one of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. you know, drawing all these symbols and stuff on the mm-hmm. wall. And like Jim Carrey did in that one crazy movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Number, number something, something. Yes. Number twenty-three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that made no. I still don't understand what happened in that movie. It was a good movie. Shut it up. It made no sense. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you're just that dumb. It's okay. It was. It was number two. That was anyway. At the end, the um, the samurai. Um, Iris decides to go and sacrifice herself to the samurai, thinking it'll knock Barry out of. It uh, said, "Take me." Stupor. Uh, yeah, she did. I don't tell me and twice. Then, and the samurai grabs her, and it's sure enough, when Joe tells Barry what's happened uh-huh. uh, with Iris, he smashes out of the pipeline and grabs the new suit that Cisco made for him right. and has a really cool action scene at a wind farm. I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah, man. It, now he's fa- I like that he came out of the gate. Like, he's, he's supercharged. He's faster. Right. He, he has more control of the speed force now, which is what I wanted. I wanted him to... I He's more confident to, than right. we've ever seen him, you know. Right. Like first season, he was learning his way. Mm-hmm. Second season, he was trying to figure stuff out. Last season, he was he had no confidence because of the whole Savitar thing. He stopped growing mm-hmm. last season because he yeah. the other two seasons he was growing. Like even he, even though they were tricking him, he was still pushing his powers, and they, and they were get, and he was getting stronger and whatnot. But and he stopped. He stopped pushing the boundaries, and now uh, I'm, I hope he goes back to that. I, just, I feel like CW listened to everybody about the the. Flash it did sound like like pandering, yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. yes. It is. You know, first, first, I mean, we got we got Happy Barry yep. back. Yeah. We got we got Caitlin back without too much dwelling on you know why. You know, what I mean, just kind of glossed over and boom, she's back and that's cool. You know, we got Cisco, like I said, more confident and and not dealing with the, the death of his brother or anything like that. He's put all that past him. Right. You know, he's like confident and superheroy and stuff. And I think they're trying to bring it back to that kind of. Um, like optimism they had in the first right. season. Definitely. I mean, they even had the callback to the um, when they go out back to that track that Barry tested his powers out on in season one. Mm-hmm. When they bring him back, try to bring him back to the Speed Force. I mean, that was a nice callback and stuff. Um, so he uh, he gets he gets Iris back. He takes out he kind of reunites with her. He takes out the samurai dude, and it turns out it's a robot being controlled by. Our new big bad this season. That's right. A thinker who says, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> and you know where I do my best thinking. You On the toilet? Uh, why you take that away? Good guess, Jerry. Jerry, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> Got it on the first track. He just took it away from me, man. Just took it away. But I give this one an A minus. It really. The only minus I give it for is that they didn't let uh, you know uh, Cisco and, and uh, Wally uh, didn't let it breathe. Didn't let him down. Right, it could have taken a little bit of time with that. Right, but it was it was everything I wanted. They put it back to a new status quo that I'm really enjoying or looking forward to, and uh, I don't know. I thought it was a really good episode. It was really good, you know. Um, I, again, I thought it was very much ca- catering to the the fan base. You know, what I mean, very okay. much like we heard you. We heard what you said. Now we're gonna, you know, we're gonna fix it back to the way we wanted it. So, I and you know, yeah, right, right. so I see what you did there. Now we fixed. It. Now we fixed it, right? right. I feel like so. we fixed it, guys. I feel we did. Like yeah, all it was us. It was our show. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they were I'm like, just... check, check, check. Would that brilliant exactly. one say this? 
Check. Yes, did it that. showed. This showed did that. Yeah, yeah. It did a. It did a brilliant 485 degree turn. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we can do when we put our minds to it, guys. That's right. The you power know, of the power you know of why? Because we could be heroes, Jerry. I mean, just for one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just for one day. <laughs> I mean, I'll be queen. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Because you'll be king. Anyway. Okay, one more show. Uh, you guys know what it is. Uh, wow, I think my computer's going out. Oh. Mayday, mayday, mayday. <laughs> I think the Are you there, Daryl? Daryl, are you there? Ground control to Major Daryl. Ground control. Is losing. A, lot of Bowie, a lot of Bowie influence in this episode. Yeah, you know that's right. Legends of Tomorrow, Season 3, Episode 1. Woo! So after having actually a pretty interesting <laughs> ending... Wooed. <laughs> I'm gearing up my strength to get through this. Like, it's okay, I'll make it quick, buddy. No, we can do it. We can do this. We can do it. I uh, know it's all good. I, I figured it out this this uh, when I watched this. Right. From now on, I'm going to pretend the Legends of Tomorrow is a Silver Age comic book. Okay. Because it's just as goofy. Ooh, yeah. It makes as, it makes as little <laughs> sense. Totally. And has like all these different motivations, much like a Silver Age comic book. That's would. right. And, or a 70s um, uh, kids cartoon on Saturday morning. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think they would do a better job if it was a kids cartoon. Yeah. You would think, but I not think in the 70s. They would. Anyway, so we uh, we start the episode right where we ended up uh, last season with time being broken and dinosaurs running around Los Angeles. Right. Uh, Sarah and the crew get out of their as soon as they're out of their ship, they run into Rip Hunter. Again, uh-huh. and I guess in the five years since they saw him last, because you know for them it's been 15 minutes, but for Rip Hunter it's been five years. Right. Uh, he has set up a whole new time bureau. Hey, hey, men in black want their, they want their story back. Let me. I just want to just want to ask you guys something, just to make sure I'm right here. Okay. Uh-huh. Now the whole first season was about them going up against the time masters. Right. Mm-hmm. Who are basically the same thing as the Time Bureau, right? Mm-hmm. So WTF? Why did he go back and start up a thing that he fought against? Um, that's a good question. That. That's a good question, though. It is. So Rip tells Sarah that the Legend services are no longer required. No, they don't need you no more. Yeah, bye bye. Yeah. So the Legends try to set out to lead normal lives. Uh, Sarah, for some reason, works at. Bed Bath and Beyond, and fantasizes about killing her boss. Mm-hmm. You think Sarah would be able to find something else to do? Right. Like anything. Um, her dad is a cop. Her city is very much ridden with crime. You mean to tell me you can't? How about find... how about karate teacher? Any of that. How about she teaches Taekwondo to kids? You know, anything. I mean, I just don't understand why she was... That, that really bugged me. I'm like, she, there are 50 things I could think of that Sarah could be rather... Would rather, you know, would do. Any of that this. could be done. She could have done and then the same. The same thing with Ray Palmer. He's, like, sitting on all this technology, this, like, breakthrough first technology, all, but he's working at a dating app? First of all, <laughs> what I got fuck? a problem. My first problem is, <laughs> oh, yeah. Felicity ran your company into the ground. You don't leave your company completely broke, even when you put somebody else in charge. The company didn't fold, though. 
they just kicked her out. Didn't they kick her out? Yeah. Because she was out. running into the ground and they kicked it. They just say, yeah. all right, you got to go. Voted her out. Yeah, you got to go. So that means the company still got money. Right? Got, yeah. So if you have well, shares. They had to break, she had to break back into Palmer Tech building. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So if you have shares of the company, even <laughs> even though he, he won't have controlling shares, he still would have money coming in. And since he's been gone for a long period of time, that money would just collect. Well, I mean, even beyond that, he's got to have patents on stuff, right? All they talk that. about how he, how he like, would count. It, you know, all that. I mean, he got to no have patents on stuff. He has no he would have to. You know, I'm just like, I just don't, don't understand why he was, why they put the more. I mean, it's funny to see them. That's why. I mean, I know why. They but it was, it. but it was dumb as hell. And it just didn't yeah. make any sense dumb, and bothered me. Right? Dumb, right off the bat. Dumb, dumb. And while they could have maybe done something interesting about them being stranded back in, you know, and not being time travelers or whatever, they didn't because they immediately start fixing it so they're back in the ship. Right. Uh, Mick is in Aruba. He has uh, detained Julius Caesar there. Mick is the only one doing something that it seems plausible for him to do. Uh huh. Well, I bought the Jacks would be teaching engineering, but I kind of thought he'd be doing it more than teaching it. Yeah, that's what I and I could see, and I could totally see Nate wanting to play superhero. Yeah, that was fine. I, I you know, and I liked the little, uh, I liked the little cameo. That's the kind of cameos we were talking about, right? Where right, Kid just Flash to show that they're connected. Yeah. It's not hard to do. Like that was a quick little little cameo. Oops, sorry. You know, okay. you supposed to leave me one. You know, that was cool. That was fine. You didn't need to do anything else. Right. Those are the kind of cameos they could do all throughout the season when they want to, and I'm good with okay. it. You don't, they don't have to make it a big deal. Sarah, Nate, and Ray commandeer the Wave Rider, and they pick up the two hours of Firestorm, and they want to prove their worth to the Time Bureau for some reason. Uh, they arrive in Aruba, and Sarah takes out Caesar, but when the team decides to return to ancient Rome themselves, Caesar shoplifts a book on ancient Rome. And armed with that history lesson, Caesar conquers all the world. Why would you leave the book? Why would you not watch him? You have that cell, that plexiglass cell on the yeah. bottom of the thing. yeah. Why didn't you just leave him in there? And when you shot his brain to make him go to sleep for a minute, like you don't you don't check him? I mean, he was holding the book in his hand. He's like, I, I, I. The time bureau is like, oh, we'll take care of this. We'll fix it. We'll fix what you screwed up. Right. And um, they go in there and they end up getting uh, taken out by Caesar. It's a trap. Because they're not smart enough, I guess, to realize it would be a trap when the book is sitting on a table by itself in a room. Mm -hmm. Um, The legends suit up, and they wallop Caesar and his army good, and they rescue Agent Sharp from the Time Bureau. And as a thank you, Rip allows Sarah to hold on to the Wave Rider. Yeah. Mm, Yes. Um, Rip says something to Agent Sharp, is that the legends might be handy in fending off malice, Mm -hmm. a new threat born of the legend's biggest screw-up oh yeah and even though they fixed all the stuff of course he's missing his time watch right you don't think that that's an important thing that you need to look for well it turns out i thought mick had it is that what didn't mick steal like all kinds of stuff but what i mean is you made they made such a big deal and had to fix everything because they one little thing caused a change you would think he would be like wait a minute we are not leaving until I find where this damn thing is. Or, why wouldn't you just put in a... Fa- I know, I'm thinking too much. But why wouldn't you just um, fail safe 
that if you don't time have, travel DC universe show and you I can't know. suspend disbelief. I know, I know. This is going to be a long podcast every week, Daryl Taylor. I did. <laughs> but why, would you, why wouldn't you just put in a self-destruct for the thing that it would break? Why like would anybody would... do anything in a fictional uh, thing with people that have powers and the ability to travel through time and there's dinosaurs? I don't know. This reminds but... me of uh, Red Letter Media when uh, Prometheus came out and Again, when Alien Covenant came out. All they did yes. was sit there for 20 minutes and ask questions. They sure did. That sounds right. Why, didn't they, sounds why, when the thing was rolling at them, didn't they just run out of the way of the rolling ship? Sure did. Why, when they had hollow tracking, how did they get lost in the mountain? You know, like all these different things. And that's how I feel you're doing with Legends. <laughs> it's like, why did they leave that book out? Why didn't they lock Caesar up? Um, the end of the episode has Amaya uh, back with her uh, in Zambezi, uh, protecting a village. Seek her destiny, as it were, quote unquote. Right. And Stein bails on his daughters uh, having a baby and their pregnant and uh, family and stuff sure. to, to go off adventuring. Because uh, Jackson is sad that he doesn't get to play superhero. He want he wanna he wanna be Firestorm Usher. I was gonna say it's not enough to be Usher. No. Firestorm Usher, huh? No. And that was the premiere of Legends of the t- Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you give it, guys? Uh, whew, as my last review of this show, <laughs> I, yeah. I just have to give it a C minus. It's just too dumb for me. I, I just can't do it in my brain. I can't. How about you, Jer? I give it a C. It had a couple moments. It's yeah. it's still got a lot of problems. It, there, I mean, you know what? It's it doesn't it doesn't seem like they're not improving though. Which gives right. me, you know, which gives me hope, you know, like coming from where in that first season, I like, I really thought I might have a mental breakdown trying to get through the show. So <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think oh, from that, man. that's going like, right on the back of the Blu-ray box. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Podcaster Jerry Atkinson says this show off. almost gave me a mental breakdown. <laughs> Word up. Word up. I give it a C for so confusing I, I and <laughs> yeah. I give it a C for confusing and cockamamie and confusing Caesar. as hail. Confusing as hail. So I give it a C as well. Yeah. Okay, we did it. We got through all those shows. We Again, sure did. We're, we're recording on Wednesday, so we're not going to be covering the Arrow premiere until next week. What? I know. Well, it hasn't been on yet. We can't watch it until oh, we put it on. Right. That's right. Well, I yeah, make I'm a prediction. Who's going to die? He will shoot arrows. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. And his baby mama is dead. I, I yeah, Ed, Edward's mom is totally dead. His baby mama is dead. And from that one uh, promo we got for the crossover, we can tell that a lot of the other ones aren't dead. Like uh, Wild Dog is no, on there. And dead. Black Canary. And they make it out singing We Can Be Heroes. Again, yeah. We Can Be Heroes. Huh? Well, at least you're not saying Cash Me Outside. That's uh, How about that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're welcome. Okay, thanks so much. Again, we have a contest going on. We have Death of Superman and uh, uh, Batman Year One hardcovers that have the DVD and Blu-rays of the animated versions built into the back cover of the book. So it's pretty sweet. All you got to do, like I said, is post in the Facebook group uh, what the things you do and don't want to see this year on DCTV. (laughs) And then you'll put you in the running for the uh, the books. We'll probably give those away around uh, Thanksgiving time, around the time the crossover (laughs) stuff. So get in on that. And uh, 
If you like geeky podcasts, I imagine you do because you're listening to this one, then go to the Taylor Network of Podcasts. There are a whole bunch over there, including Nothing's On, which I do with Mr. Daryl Taylor and Mr. Yeah. Donnie Salvo. Every Sunday morning, we watch way too much TV, and then we talk all about it. And so you don't have to. And I think we must have covered like 30 shows last week, and we'll probably do 30 more this week because it's packed, packed schedule. Yes, it is. Um, but there's a bunch of other shows there, including... Uh, uh, no apologies, and uh, um, go Trek yourself, which is covering the new Star Trek Discovery uh, series, and uh, all kinds of great stuff. Tilling or a podcast, go over there. Also, a good place for all your movie and TV news, right there on the website. It's pretty much updated every day with all your cool geeky stuff. And uh, you can also find more wonderful podcasting goodness at hhwlod.com, which is where this podcast came from, including the Walking Dead TV podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, fear the Walking Dead. Thank the hell God is almost over, and the real Walking Dead will be back within two weeks. Uh, well, as we record this now, eleven days, eleven days till Walking Dead comes back. Yeah, so, it's counted down. Um, fear has not been good, guys. So <laughs> we'll be happy to have you back when the real show is back. Also, uh, it's all connected. Uh, our, my podcasting brother Russ runs the Marvel side of things, much like I run the DC side of things over here. They, I guess, I think in their last episode, they were talking about Defenders. I know Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be storming up again soon. Yeah. So, check that out and uh, all that other great stuff. And until next week, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Daryl. We are ghosts. Good night. Laters. Okay. <laughs>